Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Oh, welcome back to the Wildcast Studio for another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats. As always, fan listeners, I am your host, Adam, and I, of course, am joined by your favorite co-hoster, uh, mine too, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. Uh, I mean, the secret bunker, good thing we don't need that, eh? It would be quite yeah, it full would be, of it snow. It would be quite buried right now. Yeah. Uh, according to the city of Moncton, we've got 88 centimeters of snow on the ground already this winter. I would like to call bullshit on that. I believe it is much more. <laughs> uh, so, yes, the bunker would be very much buried yeah. uh, if uh, if I had to make my way down there again tonight. But fortunately, we got some good news last week. We are back in level two. Uh we can go to hockey games now. Yeah, we can eat inside about. restaurants. Yeah. You can we go back can, to the gym. I can work on sculpting Getting my back guns. Swole. Yeah. Can your tickets to the gun show? <laughs> uh, and no kids refunds? can go back to school. The, yeah, that's a big one. Uh, that is a huge one uh, because, as I said on on Facebook this morning, you know, I feel like uh, Adam Sandler and and Billy Madison yeah. trying to figure out my daughter's grade one math homework, <laughs> um, and. Uh, yeah, life uh, life is not back to normal. That will not be the case. And no. we're in level one or green or whatever whatever they phase <laughs> they want to call it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, we're just happy. But to, life is back to eight months ago. Yeah, Pretty somewhat. Yeah. I, eight months ago, we didn't have to wear a mask, right? So uh, that's well, true, that's it was eight, August wasn't eight months ago. That was like five months ago. Yeah. But um, yeah, being able to go back to a hockey game and. Uh, you know, still 50% capacity. So I won't be super stoked until it's 100% capacity yeah. back at level one. But, you know, it's the fact that uh, we can get back in the rink is a uh, good start. So, yeah, uh, you know, January was uh, was a long year. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, we're on to yeah. a new one. Uh, yeah, if this is our trial, we didn't want it. Yeah. We, we sent it back. As uh, I said on Twitter, uh, I'd like to cancel my subscription. The, uh, 2022. To, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fourteen day trial is uh, is over. So no, like January, that was a, a long month. Yeah, uh, it didn't help that we had three storms in four weeks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd said coming out before we came out here, Layla was like, "Yeah, they used to get snow over my car, and you know, you get so much snow, and the city shuts down." And I'm like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, I bet it does." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah this it's, is... it's snow, and then it, it, we been here for four years, and I'm like, "She's like, no, it's coming. Like eventually, we're gonna get that. It, it's it snows more than this. It snows. I get it." Uh, if you saw my Instagram, I tapped out. Done. <laughs> We're supposed to get another storm this Friday, but uh, yeah. Ugh. What a mess. If this is, and this has given us like a month to get, like we get a week to get ready. And I couldn't imagine, it was Denis that said in 92 or 97 or something, they got five feet of snow. Five feet of snow in yeah. a weekend. Like, yeah. I remember that. And uh, yeah, we always have, there's always a storm on Valentine's Day. Yeah. There's always a storm on St. Patrick's Day. Um, and so, you know, this could just be the, the start of, of uh, a complete uh, snowmageddon, if you want to put it like that. Like, uh, we're, we're off to a pretty nasty start <laughs> <laughs> for yeah. winter. It was good. Uh, the, the few positives of, of the storms was I didn't have to dig out to get to a hockey game. So now yeah. that's going to be a new reality. But I think the, the other big thing about going to level two, Burger Week was extended. That is correct. Burger Week was extended. So you can now go to the restaurants, support the restaurants. Mm-hmm. Do you have you know where you're going first? Have you decided? Have you looked? Well, paydays this weekend. Uh-oh. Um, so could be a little could be a little dangerous, but <laughs> you know what? I I haven't been to Burger Week, so I want you, the finesters, to tell me where I should go. So if you've been to Burger Week and you have a favorite of all the burgers, let me know. I will try it. Because uh, yeah, my goal is to get to at least two to three uh, this weekend. Believe it or not. Piggy style. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you have a favorite burger, let me know where it's at and uh, I will check it out. I know I've heard a lot of good things about the the one from Cheers. I've heard great things about the one from Tide and Boar. Uh, you said the Barbershev was, Barbershev was, one was decent. Really uh, the old triangle Layla said was pretty good. Yeah. So I am, uh, yeah, give me your suggestions. I, I want to be able to try at least three in, uh, in a week here. So uh, hit me up on the old Twitter. Uh, or send Adam, or I guess it's we, have, we both have yeah, the accounts exactly. yeah, on our phones, and yeah, tell me where I should go. Uh, I will, uh, I'll try it out, and uh, I'll, I'll do my. Uh, everybody loves the Boucher food reviews, so I'll yeah, uh, I'll get into it. Who know? When are they extending it till? I think it's this weekend. 
Oh. Even though I'd love for them to do it another week. Yeah, another right? week would be good because then we could have a burger really on the show. It. Yeah, dive into it. So if you guys are listening and you want to extend it one more week just for us. But I mean, look, look but last, hey. last week on the show, yeah. I, I said, I really hope they extend it. Yeah, and they did. So when Boucher talks, the people <laughs> listen, right? Exactly. Uh, amazing Race, you caught up on that? Yeah, man. You want to uh, do that stairwalk from hell? Um, you know what? I think I, what was the other one? The sausage making? Yeah. I think I would have done the sausage I making. I think I would have too. You know what? There's nothing like having a big nine-foot sausage <laughs> in your hands. You know, you know what I'm talking about, ladies. Uh, and uh, it's, you know, just being able to... Um, uh, if you're watching on YouTube right now. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff it. <laughs> you know, get the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, get the you, old uh, meat in the in the casing, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, get yeah. nine nine feet of sausage and and twist it all around, and uh, you know, it's uh, it seemed it a like lot. Fun. It seemed and a it lot didn't easier. It seemed as they... if it would take as much time yeah. as climbing up four hundred steps <laughs> at least two to three times, yeah, and then also having to go down them. Uh, I no, I if anything kills me, it's stairs. Like, uh, yeah, that's why I, I'm fortunate enough to have an elevator in the building I live in. Because <laughs> I'm rarely, not even sure I would I go got down to the, the stairs. stairs. I don't go up yeah. the stairs. <laughs> I'm not even sure I would have got to the stairs. That uh, that bungee jump that they had to do. Oh, oh, I I give Sherry a lot of credit for. Uh, I mean, she had to do it because he was too big. But mm-hmm. I, I look, they did that, and I looked at later. I'm like, that one's yours. Yeah, because oh. I'm not. Uh, I'm not jumping. I don't know if I'd be able to do that either. Like it's, you know, it's a million bucks, right? Yeah. I'd probably do it for a million bucks, yeah. but if it was just a, you're on vacation and it's just, a, oh, a tourist hey, attraction. <laughs> yeah. No, no, thanks. I'll pass. I'll take the, uh, what, is it a 30 minute penalty? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Fuck. Imagine doing a 30 minute penalty. <laughs> You'd still end and up And then have to do the stop. stairs. Yeah. You'd still end up with a pit stop before yeah. uh, Arun and Natalie. So, uh, <laughs> they, uh, I swear to God, Arun and Natalie must have like, they're like Horses. the cat. Yeah. Like the you know, cats have nine lives. These yeah. these two have already had two lives on a show, right? So Yeah, I would kinda uh, wish I, I get that they do it like they had speeded up for show, but I wish that somehow they found out how long they actually took because they shortened that God, uh, they, uh, they they started doing the sausage making and they were not doing it great i'm just like how long did this actually take you by the time they got to the pit stop the the woman with the dog was gone <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, what it was, are you talking it was about? it was dark yeah it was, that didn't it, help it was like sunset yeah the woman with her dog was gone yeah non-elimination my god where are they off to next week uh france was it france i believe yeah. and it looks like uh and ryan and, and dusty kind of getting yeah, some trouble. yeah getting yeah. some trouble so yeah all right. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's our pop culture. If you want, to, uh, this one will be more hockey related. Last weekend was a special uh, special one off that we may get in the summer because we had some some good feedback on that uh, on that one. So uh, don't forget, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, had a couple TikToks this weekend. You can subscribe on there as well as on the YouTube. And with the Twitter and Instagram, you're going to want to tell Jeremy where to go for uh, for Burger Week. So quick question. Uh, it'll lead into news and notes from around the league. Uh, the queue is back. Do you think they will get 68 games in? That's their hope. Yeah. Um, uh, the Memorial Cup has been pushed back. Yep. Um, you know, they've canceled the top prospects game. Um, so their goal, the league's goal, is to get 68 games in. From I now bet. till May 1st. I, I, I just... And the playoffs are going to be shortened? Is that what they said? That's what... Uh, I can't remember who had the tweet. One of the Quebec media... They're thinking maybe first two rounds will be five, five games, which we kind of talked about. If you're yeah. going to shorten this thing, you got to go five games, which, I mean, puts a lot of pressure on teams to get off to a good start because you lose that first one and now you're on the road. Now you're in trouble or if you lose the first one at home. Mm-hmm. Now you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they won't. I think you're looking at 60. Yeah, that's, that seems like a more. I just, I hope that all the teams, like the Maritime teams play all the Quebec, all the Quebec play the Maritime teams. We don't need to play, and this isn't because Charlottetown and St. John and and Bathurst loaded up, but if there's games to cancel, in your division are the games to cancel, right? Like, we don't need to play Halifax <laughs> yeah, we, nine we don't, times. Yeah, we, we don't need to lose to Charlottetown <laughs> yeah. and St. John more time, and you Bathurst, know what I mean? right? Just yeah. give, us, give us the easy games. Yeah. Give us the, uh... But those are the games that you would seem would be at near the end of the year that yeah, if exactly. they're running out of time, we yeah. can we can get rid of those. So I think we get to 60 at least. The the home schedule, the last, what, three weeks of the schedule was mostly all 
maritime teams anyway. The only non-maritime game in March, which is the last month, is Sherbrooke at home on the 9th. Right? So, so it's... do you, like, yeah, we got, do you need to get all those games in if you're running out of time? Especially the uh, the Quebec teams, too, though. Like, this isn't just us. Quebec teams, too, will be playing their division in that last month. Those are the yeah. games that I think you could maybe drop off and, and get to 60. 60 is a good number. Just get rid of the, I mean, I, we saw Bathurst and we saw St. John way too much last year. Yeah. Those are the games where it's yeah. like, uh, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fun. Get the, get rid of those ones, yeah, and uh, give us some more. Like, uh, bring us the uh, bring us Bay Como, or uh, bring <laughs> us uh, Ruin Aranda, or uh, you know, bring us these uh, Quebec yep. teams that aren't doing so well. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, let us uh, let's pump our points up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's you know my scheduling uh, masterpiece idea here. It's just you know get rid of the uh, the tough games. Bring us kind of the easier ones. Yeah, do that. Come on, Jill Corto. Scheduling master. We we would appreciate that. Whoever does the schedule. All right, let's get to some news and notes. News and notes from around the queue. I don't think you actually got your final answer. You said the hope is to get 68. Do you think they'll get 68? Uh, 62. Okay. Yeah. That's my guess. There's yeah. going to be shutdowns. Like yeah. there's going to be teams that are going to have positive cases without a shadow of a doubt. If this goes on and there's not a single team without a case, man, I will eat my underwear on air. Um there's just yeah. there's no possible way that we can get through the next 4 months without a team getting shut down we're seeing it every day in the ohl the we're seeing it every day in yeah. the whl there's going to be cases um isolate the cases uh and and keep the games like it's you know have a case test the whole team okay if they're negative great if any players called up call them up get the games played get to the playoffs have a memorial cup and for the love of god the draft is in early july Change it to an in-person draft. Yeah, get rid of this stupid virtual crap. It's going to be. We're looking at at six months from now. We're looking at a QMJHL draft. I'm sorry, but if things are still virtual in six months, I'll again. I will eat my underwear. Like it's, it's even if fans aren't there, like the kids and the families at least allow them to be drafted and put a jersey on. Exactly, it, it doesn't need to be fans. If it doesn't anything, matter. Even if, if you do it in Quebec City again, or somewhere in Quebec where it's just fan or family can be there. That's charge it. tickets. It's usually free to get into the draft. Charge tickets. Divide the revenue up against all the eighteen teams. It helps out everybody. There you go. Charge what twenty bucks a person to go to the draft. You're probably going to get maybe a couple thousand people, yeah. You know that that are willing to travel somewhere. It's not a lot of money, but every little bit helps because these teams, some of these teams, have lost millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. like the president of the Eagles was were on. He was on CTV News, and he says the past two seasons their losses are probably in the millions. Yeah, and you know, every, I think the fact that just the idea of another virtual draft is is. I'm flabbergasted because it's just, it does not make sense. Uh, it, it's a time for fans to be together. If we can have a game on February the 5th at 50% capacity with, I don't even know how many cases New Brunswick has right now. 3,000? Mm-hmm. There's not going to be 3,000 cases in early July. There's well, going to be maybe a hundred. Yeah, and if we can have a Memorial Cup with fans, we can in have a draft July, in late June, early July. We we can, can have, have a, draft. a draft exactly with fans. Yeah, somewhere I get, I get where they're coming from now to be like we're doing it virtual because we don't know what it's going to be like and we don't hope we're in the same situation in six months. But if you're planning on having President Cup playoffs with either 50% or full attendance. You're planning on having mm-hmm. a, a grand event in the Memorial Cup because God knows the Q needs a grand event and the CHL needs an event. You can have a draft where you charge 10 bucks, 15 bucks. It's a one-day event, right? It's not two days, right? One day. Yeah. Do two days. Two days. Friday night, the main event, charge Round 20 one bucks. And two. 
charge 20 bucks on Friday night yep. or 25 or 50 whatever you want to do make it worth it so yep. that fans the the fans the fans who like to go to drafts because there are the me's the you's <laughs> yeah. the Martella Hayes and Gatineau, the you know the the diehard fans the Johnny the, Rocket the, the Jake Murphys yeah. the Jonathan Waz yeah. the diehard fans who love the draft experience have these fans pay money to go to this thing it's revenue for these teams. Divide the money up because they, and then if people you might go, not pay every year. But if no. if you said this is a one time event, it's two days. Draft round one and two on Friday night, twenty bucks. Round three through fourteen on Saturday, ten bucks. You I would, would even get charge people. more than that. I would charge. I would say, look, you want a two day thing? Here's fifty bucks. Fifty bucks for two days. You want to go to one day? Thirty. Bucks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Make it a value proposition yeah. for that you go to both days. Yeah, yeah Saturday's going to suck. You're sitting there. <laughs> Saturday's no for the stage. hardcores. You've got, you know, nobody on stage. Yeah. The only person on stage is the person saying, next team, transaction, s'il vous plaît, tendresse, s'il vous plaît. You know? Yeah. Who cares? I would pay 50 bucks to sit in the stands on a Friday night and watch 15-year-old boys get their name <laughs> called up on stage being... Chauffeur to the stage with a smoking hot woman holding their hand. I would pay to see that. I would also pay to see a Saturday event with just tables and teams. Tables and teams. I don't <laughs> care if I'm sitting in the freaking rink yeah. for five hours. I would pay to see it because I love drafts. Yeah. So the fact that it's virtual in early July is stupid. <laughs> so this is us, our ideas. Yep. The podcast brains are coming together and telling you the league if you're listening cut the crap make this <laughs> freaking draft in person yeah and get on with your lives yeah end of the rant i respect it and you know what it doesn't all even need to be in an arena because that might cost a lot of money doesn't need to be hotel a, a hotel a venue center of some sort the charlottetown Charged. delta prince edward conference room there you go somewheres where we can I don't care if I'm wearing a mask yeah. at, when it's 35 degrees outside yeah. and 50 degrees inside the rink. Yeah. Okay? Have it at the freaking Moncton Coliseum in early July with no goddamn air conditioning, <laughs> and I will be there. Is that a thing? Wearing a mask. They don't really have the best air conditioning? You've never sat in that building <laughs> in May. I have not. I have not. You've no. never sat in that building in <laughs> no, the middle of May no. during the Memorial Cup no. when it's 30 degrees outside no. and it's double that inside the <laughs> rink. No. The old, Your armpits, uh... you put on deodorant <laughs> and you're walking out there smelling like you haven't showered yeah. in a week because the B.O. But it was worth it. Worth it. Yeah. The B.O. is worth it. The no. games are worth it. Make the freaking draft in person or I will have another freaking rant a week before. Oh, that's going to be good. If, <laughs> that's going to be good. And uh, so the other good news, uh, aside from that, is the Wildcats have home games this weekend. Uh, the team announced their ticket policy. Oh, it's, it's hot in here. <laughs> fired up. <laughs> fired up. Uh, the, uh, the team came out with their ticket policy. It's a little bit better than the please pay more money for tickets, even it's after you paid season tickets. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? I know, right? General admission? Oh, weird. First come, first serve. You, you, you got a ticket, you get in the building. Um, the game on Friday that was scheduled for Friday against Blaineville will now take place on Sunday at 4. Uh, so use your game ticket 24 um, for that game on Sunday. Your original ticket for Saturday's game against Ramuski, which will be game 25, use that ticket. Um, general admission, first come, first serve. You will not be guaranteed your season seat. Doesn't matter. Get me in the building. I've already paid. Um, so like I said, use ticket 25 on Saturday, February 5th, use ticket 24 on Saturday, February, Sunday, February 6th. That's my birthday. Uh, limited capacity seating pods and confirm one, uh, one to four and unused, unused season tickets will not be available. Uh, same for the club seat members. Use those tickets, uh, general admission, individual tickets. If you've already purchased a ticket for this game, good on you for doing it two months in advance. Um, your ticket will be able to be used. Again, the Friday, February 4th ticket on Sunday, that's it. Um, no other tickets are being sold. Flex vouchers are not being used at this time. Some building details, obviously, proof of vaccine and government ID, masks to be worn at all times unless you're eating food. 
uh, practice social distancing. Doors will open 60 minutes. And my favorite rule, because COVID can only go opposite way. They're using the one directional concourse. I don't get it. I kind of understand it because, you know, this is the rules that they've had. But COVID doesn't just go one way. So, you know, so it's a little whatever. We're in the building. We're in the building. We got hockey playing again. Um, Saturday, February 5th. eh? Yeah, One Direction. This is what makes you beautiful. (laughs) Ah, Man, I watched the documentary on them on Netflix. They're so good. It's so good. I didn't know that they they were kind of five different dudes all put together as a band. I thought they were a band. That's pretty crazy. Anyways, moving on from uh, from them. So yeah, that's your Wildcat ticket update. Um, we got games. Should we like do a request for the games on like song requests and just ask for a bunch of One Direction songs? Yes. <laughs> yeah. DJ Tyler Mason, if you're listening, uh, the Wildcast podcast would like to re- request One Direction. One Direction. Uh, what are they saying again? Oh, what this don't they what say? What makes you beautiful? I know yeah, they make one, one makes you beautiful. Uh, history. Uh, I got what else they got. What else are they saying? One Direction, History. Story uh, of my life. Story of my life. It's a good song. Yep. Uh, yeah. It makes, makes you beautiful. <laughs> we got enough you songs to go for two games. Like nobody else. Now, right. now I got it. There you go. Now I got it. You know what? You start talking boy bands, you throw me right off. Let's Sorry, get man. into the uh, let's get into the weekly rewind. Weekly Rewind. All right, so uh, not much in the Weekly Rewind, um, but the Wildcats are still 15-10-3-1 for 34 points, uh, 600. You mean to tell me that the record didn't char- change? The, the record didn't change. No, uh, 586 didn't. point percentage. No pity points? <laughs> no pity points. Fifth in the uh, third in the Maritimes, fifth in the East, uh, giving us, if we go off points, a series against Ramuski. If we go off point percentage, we are going to be playing the Halifax Mooseheads in round one. So we'll take it. Mm, we'll take it. It'll be a fun series. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, no games to recap. So, um, I mean, what's your expectation for this team in the second half? I don't even remember who's on the team. <laughs> uh, Every Everyone that's still there, except for Blagden, Couture. All right. uh, we've added Mercier, Bellamy, Lemieux. And Sam Archibald. And Sam Archibald. Um. You know what? I'm actually looking forward to it. I, I think uh, when we when we spoke to Richie, I think you made a really good point, Adam, when you said you know they just they didn't lose anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it, mm-hmm. uh, they they added. You know, they they worked on their power play. They got Bellamy. Uh, you know, they they you know I wouldn't say that Lemieux is is better than Couture. I'm not going to say he's. You know, I think it's a fair a pretty fair trade off. But he's able to. The games you potentially could lose Couture, mm-hmm. Lemieux's there to cancel those out and get you those wins. So yeah. if Couture was going to win, I don't know, nine games down the stretch and Lemieux wins seven of them, mm-hmm. it, that's not the worst thing in the world. Bang on. I'm excited to watch Mercier. Yeah. Um, I know when he came to Moncton, he was a little hurt, but uh, obviously we haven't played in a while. So it's been a month since he's been here. So hopefully that's kind of cleared up a little bit. Um I mean, Sam Archibald, I don't know much about him. Right. Uh, and was that it? That's it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then the only other negative is no Jake Stewart. Yeah, right? that's that's tough. But, um, you know, it's uh, that's kind of the business side of things. But, yeah, this team didn't – I mean, it, it's it, they're still going to be competitive. Yeah. Um, I think they'll still be able to put up a pretty good fight against the St. John's, against the Bathursts, I think, against the Charlottetowns. Uh, you know, I think the, the wins – in the second half of this year against those teams won't be as well they weren't easy last year but the the wins will be few and far between fewer and far between than they were last year let's put it that way yeah um but fortunately those aren't going to be only teams we get to see uh we're going to be able to see some quebec teams uh and get to see the mooseheads get to see the islanders get to see the the eagles uh and well, right now, I mean, if the if they keep the f- next five games, um, Moncton's next five games are five Quebec teams. Yeah, Ramouski, Blaineville, Gatineau, Sherbrooke, and Shawinigan. So, I mean, and then Drummondville. So, actually, the next six are against teams that if if they keep that schedule, they might sprinkle in some division games because they're going to re- have to rework the whole thing. Um, I think in the second half, for this team to be successful, the power play has to get into the top ten of the league. 
And it seems like a lot to ask, but it's really not. They're at an 18.4% clip. Um, top 10, Victoriaville's at 20.4. Um, I mean, Shikudami's at 20.3 at 11. So if they got to 11, whatever. I want to see them get at least the, the 20% clip because you're going to need those wins if you're going to go in and, and beat a Bathurst on an off night or, uh, you know, Charlottetown on a, on a really off night, it's you're going to need a, a power play. And they brought in Jackson Bellamy to be the quarterback. You know, Mercier has got that shot that he could use maybe on the second power play. Um, so for me, that's that's one thing. I've been harping on it since the, the, the start of the season. Richie and his team went out and addressed it by getting us an, a full-on quarterback because we didn't have one after we lost Spence. So I would like to see him get into that top 10 of of the power play. And I think if they do that, they can be more successful than not in the second half. Top, top 10 is is going to be tough, I think. Because uh, obviously the, the the contending teams, I mean, their power player is just going to, it's going to be lights out. Like yeah. they're probably going to be scoring 50% of the time. Yeah. Um, then there's still teams out there that, still have a very good power play mm-hmm. uh, that aren't, you know, that aren't going to be as competitive. So uh, top 10 is it's it's a, it's, a goal. It's, it's a goal. Yeah, right. It's a good, uh, you know, if they want to, if that's their, if that's their team goal by the, by the end of the season, then I, I, it's realistic. I, I just don't know if it'll happen, um, but it, it's something to aim for, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're only asking to have a better power play than, eight other teams yeah right so yeah. it's um it's it's not that and right now the teams that are right around us um ran around is 18th quebec is 17th Cape breton 16th set power plays 17th yet 15 percent clip Holy drummondville God. at 18 percent blaineville at 18 percent gatineau at 19 so you we're right in there with those teams yeah. so you and know some of those teams are actually going to be better yeah uh like the, the fact that quebec is <laughs> second overall, last overall power play, power play yep good lord um. Uh, yeah. So I okay. Maybe it is a little realistic, but I just <laughs> and all you never know. What are we at right now? What, what, uh, we are eighteen point four percent. Eighteen point four. So and, and like I said, Shakutami is twenty point three at eleven. And Victoria is twenty point four. So I mean, the power, the penalty kills fourteen percent. I think you're gonna have to stay at least there. Um, they're they're basically gonna need to to you know hit the net on every three once every three power plays if yep. they want to make. Any sort of move yep. towards the top ten. Yep. Uh, if they're at eighteen percent right now, it's not even one every five. They're going to need to. They're going to need to be at least thirty three percent on the power play to make any sort of move in the, to the top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're at twenty nine games played right now. Let's sixty eight is the goal. So that's thirty. My math isn't great. That's thirty four, thirty five games. We'll do it thirty for easy math. Um, what are you doing in net? Right, because we saw Philian last year. He really played well when he had that twenty-year-old vet behind him, mm-hmm. and, and obviously nothing against Couture, but DLC had played a ton of games, knew what it was like to be number one. You know, knew how to get ready night in and night out. I think that's the underrated part of that trade. Getting Jonathan Lemieux is is uh, getting a twenty-year-old for Philian, and and I think if there's thirty games left in the season. I, I mean, they they need to start getting Philly on yeah. more, more starts here, right? Because yeah, the last thing they want to do, I mean, we came into this season saying this is Philly's net, yeah, and it hasn't been Philly's net. Now they've gone out and they got a twenty year old goalie, so they need to figure out a way to thirty games, thirty what something games left. We'll say thirty, thirty two. We'll say. I mean, you got to get this guy at least fifty percent of these starts, yeah, because. Okay, we said it last year. I'll say it again. Next year is Philly on's net. <laughs> yeah. If it's not, I'm sorry, but he's asking for a T. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it's, it's, uh, I, I don't want to say the word. I don't want to jinx anything, but, you know, but if, if it's going to be his net, he's got to be able to get in there and, and understand how to be a starter day in and day out. Yeah, and it's exactly. not an easy thing to do going like they've, from. They've, they've done this to Lavalet. Yeah. Right. They, they, they went in and, and they, Couple days before the draft, they said Lavalet, this is your net. Yeah. Then they go two days later and trade for Olivier Rodrigue, uh, and then so the, the the gold. If there's been a what's the word I'm looking for uh, Achilles Achilles heel. Yep. It's their goaltender development. Yes. And it's it's something like it just needs to be. Th- th- what was their last goaltender that they've drafted and developed? Oh, Riopel. 
it's, you're getting up there. Like it's that because Debal was an acquisition. Debal was Graham an acquisition. About, like Graham going back Bauer from what we have. Acquisition. So Rodrigue was an acquisition. Leclerc was an acquisition. Bouchard. Kevin Bouchard was an acquisition. Roman uh, Will would have been was a Euro pick. Okay, technically. Um, See, so honestly, like yeah, like the last goalie to probably develop in Moncton was Nikola Riopel and Crawford before that. And Crawford before that, and Which, that's saying something considering yeah. Riopel hasn't been around for eleven years. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's a that's a serious thing. I think the organization needs to look at is. They need to start developing goaltenders because uh, they shipped out Sheehan. Yep. And, you know, now they got Filion, who, who was brought in as, you know, a sixth overall pick, the best goalie to be drafted in the queue since Olivier Rodrigue. That's what some of the people were saying. Some people were saying he's actually better than our Rodrigue. He was on a Marc Andre Fleury level. Ooh. Um, and that just hasn't happened yet. So. Is it a player thing? Is it a coaching thing? But the whole goalie development needs to be seriously looked at right now because there's that's the only thing I think that's wrong with this organization is is that they're just not getting these pl- these goaltenders to the to the level they need to be at. It seems like the like it's one thing to understand we're going to rebuild, we're going to go with a 16-year-old, you know, we're going to a 17-year-old whatever. Losses not only hurt the organization from a people showing up perspective, it hurts a goalie development. So you want to mm-hmm. isolate him with a, a more veteran goaltender. And, you know, in, in the case of Lavalet, they did that with Francis Leclerc. They isolated him. They isolated him with Olivier Rodrigue until he was moved to Shawinigan, kind of in the same. Like, you can see it, how he's taken off in that in that organization with, with Colombe. And now... You have to get him starts because, and I understand it. They're fourth in the conference. They want to p- pile up wins and and get get better and and get into a playoff spot and feel good about that. But at what cost? Mm-hmm. Because next year, you know, if 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 Lemieux plays twenty of these remaining thirty games, we'll say, and and Rodrigue or not Rodrigue, Filion plays ten, and he goes three and seven because he's just not playing enough. Well, now what does that do into next year when you're into year three and you're supposed to compete and, you know, you're working towards something like, are you looking for another goaltender? And then you're right back in that cycle. Mm -hmm. And so something's got to be, something's got to be done. I I totally agree with you on on the goaltending. He has to play more games. And look, the goalies they drafted last year, uh, I'm probably going to Cooper, Cooper Fleming. Yep. Wyatt McDonald. Wyatt McDonald. No, he was the year before. Who's the other one? Uh, My God. Um, Cooper Fleming, is, he's 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 island Islander kid, island kid. My yeah. God, what's his Ke- name? Kiefer. Kiefer Thompson. That's there the one. Yeah. Um, like these aren't. They're not star gold. No, they're late round. They're they're picks depth. They're depth guys, yeah. right? No, no offense to these to these guys. You know, if they're if they're listing, like we don't we're not saying anything bad about you, but you know, you're not. It's not like they drafted Philly on, it, and then the next year they drafted. Ruchia. Like, I, I know they're in the same class, but you know what I mean? Like, two first-round goaltenders back-to-back. I mean, on a on an organizational depth chart, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're probably under the backup yeah. tab. Yeah. They don't have a, you know, someone who can come in maybe next year as a 16-year-old and back up an 18-year-old Filion. Right. Or, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, yeah. like, it's so... I, I think the last thing I want them to do is for them to start. Like we saw the tweets, what Charlotte, not Charlotte, St. John has paid for, for goaltenders yeah. in the past three or four years. We yes. don't want that no. to happen here. Um, because so, Richie said he built from the back out. Yeah. And that's what they've started with Philly on. He was a big piece in the Spence deal. And maybe that was a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And then for better or worse, we've put that pressure on him that this is his year. This yeah. is our guy. I mean, Jesus, both of us picked him as the MVP if Moncton was going to have success, right? Like, that's aging well. That's a lot on a 16, 17 year old kid who's not getting a lot of starts. But the same token, when a Couture plays well or if a Lemieux plays well, I say it all the time on the lives winning is fun and it's Mm -hmm. contagious, but he needs to play at least half the games. Um, Yeah. It's, you know, Lemieux is going to be great. Yeah. Um, 
and he gets it. Like if Lemieux only plays eight to ten games, he'll Fine. want to play in his I'm game. I'm happy with that. But he understands that. You know, yes, this he's, he's here he's to not mentor. Back here next year. Yeah, he's here to mentor. He's here as as a leader. He's here as a exactly what you said, a mentor. He needs yeah. to understand like, unless something seriously happens, then these games need to be filials. Like, we need to start getting him these starts. Yeah. You know, we need he he needs to start seeing some pucks and stopping some pucks and getting some wins and start getting some shutouts and build up that confidence. Yeah, so that he comes in next year and he's ready. Um. Because yeah, the, the Kiefer Thompsons, the the Cooper Flemings, like they're, you know, they're good goaltenders, but they're just not it, not they're not goalies who are who could be groomed into a future starter. Yeah, like you know, the next time the the Q hosts a Memorial Cup, it's going to be two thousand twenty five, and this is probably where this team is building for, because. You look at that year. What are we? We're two thousand. So sev- the seventeen year olds will be in their twenty year old season. Yeah. So, I mean, that's your Loshings, that's your ISNs, that's your Filions, that's your Casey's. I'm probably missing names here, but you know where I'm getting. You yeah, know yeah. where I'm getting at. OJ. OJ's, right? Like, you can't have five 20 year olds on a team. You can no. only have three. Yeah. So, will Filion still be with, with, with this organization in three years? Hope so. Yeah. At this point, I, I don't think so. Um, maybe for two. Yeah. But, you know what? If he's here as a 20 year old goaltender, and he's going to get the bulk of the starts starting in the second half of his 17-year-old season, he's going to be a fantastic goaltender in 2025. If he's going to be a number one goaltender in his 17-year-old year, his 18-year-old year, his 19-year-old year, and his Mm -hmm. 20-year-old year, he's going to be a fantastic goaltender and could probably, you know, start breaking some records here. But he needs to start seeing some rubber. He needs to get some starts. He needs to, you know, he needs to to build up that confidence. And as of right now, it's not there. And that's that needs to change. Like, honest to God, the only thing I have an issue with or about this team is the goaltending development. Yeah, and that's 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 that. I mean, if 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 he was compared to Rodrigue in Rodrigue's first year, 2016-2017, he played forty one games. Went fourteen and twenty. Yeah, like that's the only way that a player gets better is, especially a goaltender, is coaching and getting him in there and getting used to it. Uh, Rodriguez in 2017-2018 had fifty three, went thirty one and sixteen, and then forty eight, went thirty five and nine, and then he was here for thirty nine. I mean, games. you gotta so, look. He's, he's, now those Drummondville teams. His, were, his, his coaching was. Uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta look who his who his father is. Yeah. And, no, 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 I get that part. Know, but what I'm saying is. He played 41 games his rookie year. Fillion's nowhere near playing 41 games. He hasn't even. I'd be surprised if he has 41 in his career. Yeah, doesn't. No, there's no chance. Uh, but yeah, so that's that. You know, we're not we're not here to nope. you know to to crap we on these kids or anything like that. We're just trying to prove a point. Yeah, and um, everything else. I think everything else is fine. Like it's. Yeah. I, I think one of the underrated trades they didn't make was Hamel. Mm-hmm. Was moving Hamel to play with uh, with Francisco. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a three, four pair that's been together, started every game, and I think that's going to be one of them underrated trades that uh, that just helps Iceland's development. Another veteran on that back end. I think that was a really underrated non-trade. Good point. <laughs> yep. And I him not not like being able to hang on to him. Yep. Being able to hang on to LaBelle. Being able to hang on to Langwa. Like at right now, those are your three twenty-year-olds next year. No offense, Connor Wilson. Uh, Connor Wilson's a twenty-year-old next year, I think. I think. Yeah. Two thousand and two. So. Yeah. Yeah. No offense, Connor Wilson. Um, however, I, I don't know if Hamel is gonna be back as a twenty-year-old next year. But to be able to have someone like Labelle, have someone like Langwa back as twenties, I think it's huge, uh, because that's where your offense is gonna yeah, be coming yeah. from, yeah. right? Like that's that's two of your top six right now that are automatically gonna be back. I mean, you need, you're gonna need those kind of guys. Plus, we'll get to see Hamel's first goal this year. Hopefully, it's queue. with us. Yeah. Right? Hopefully, it's with us, and hopefully, it's at home. Yeah. I want to see it at home. Don't score on the road, Hamel. I know you're going to pick and choose your mm-hmm. spots, but don't score on the road. Score at home, and I just have this feeling it's going to be an empty netter. He's going to be on the... Whatever it takes, Whatever man. it takes. Whatever it takes. Because once you get one, they're coming. They're they're coming. But yeah, and like... You, you, you don't know what makes you beautiful, and, and it's <laughs> like, you know, that's that would be... 
Yeah. Like the most beautiful thing would be for Anthony Hamel to score his first career yeah. regular season. Yeah. Let's get that right. Re- let's let, let's regular season regular goal, season. Yeah, absolutely. Goal. Yeah. Of this QMJHL yeah. career. It'll be history for sure. Yeah. And doesn't you don't doesn't matter how. It doesn't doesn't need to be perfect. It mm. just needs to go on the net. And I you're, story of my life. Yeah. Doesn't need to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, the forward group should be pretty much the same. I mean, these lines have had chemistry. They've now played together, practiced together for two weeks. So we're going to see a lot of what we saw in the first half, and that's a team that works. I think the we are going to be chasing the puck in a few of these games without Jake as a um, top center, mm-hmm. um, power, penalty kill center. But it'll be uh, – it if there's a team that's going to overcome, it's going to be these guys that aren't expected to do a lot from a lot of people. And I think, uh, you know, who was it that had the article about Mercier and Oje? Um, I know Lala said it was it was a Quebec Somebody, reporter. Yeah. I forget what his name is, but yeah, they've been best friends since since their childhood, and uh, yeah, to bring that sort of chemistry. And like you asked Richie, we got that a lot of kids from that Blizzard yeah. organization. That's a winning yep. organization, and that's what you that's what you want. Looking ahead to this weekend, Ramuski, Blainville. I mean, we really have no idea what these teams look like. Uh, I'm looking at their rosters. Uh, Ramuski wasn't that um, the team that you had no idea who anybody was. Yeah, Luke. So Luke Coughlin. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to seeing him. Yep. Um. Uh, who else <laughs> in here? Uh, okay, Liam Kidney. We know that name. Yep. Liam Kidney. Alex Drover uh, Alex getting Drover. another chance. Um, and of course, not to be outdone, William Dumoulin from the hockey hot- Whoa, hotbed of nice. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. Respect it. Yeah. Respect it. <laughs> <laughs> Homecoming for. Simon Malte, uh, a defenseman from Moncton that I literally have never heard of before because I don't think he played any of his minor hockey in Moncton. Okay. Um, and uh, But again, much like Moncton, this seems like a team that wasn't expected to do a whole lot, and they're one point ahead of us in the standings. Yeah. Like, they're uh, right there with us in the standings. So we got Blainville coming to town uh, the, next, the, next, the uh, next day, the next afternoon. A... Uh, is he still on the roster? Which again, right, right, like these are teams that are right with us. Ramuski's sixteen ten for thirty five points. It's Nick Sheehan, Blainville. Oh, Nick Sheehan. Will they have a video for him? A video montage for Nicholas Sheehan. Uh, yeah. Calling it right now. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, I, Kieran Craig. I know he played in Gatineau. Uh, I'm looking at some of these names. Art Anri Raviskis. <laughs> Of course, uh, there's also Marcus Sushi from, again, the hockey hotbed of Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, Home I of say, Austin Matthews? Yeah, the hockey hotbed. Like, hot, yeah. like, I mean, yeah. hot, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and that rare Latvian player and Arnie Ravkins. Yeah. Ravkins. Uh, Alexi Mikulich. From, uh, again, a, a hockey hotbed of uh, Bielostok, Poland. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Uh, and, yeah. Riga, Riga Latvia. I know some of the uh, Moncton fans, uh, maybe they'll bring out their Latvian flags <laughs> from the uh, 2006 playoff run with uh, Bartulis and Carsoms on, on the Wildcats. And those Latvian flags are probably uh, still kicking around in, in the basements uh, in, in some households here. Uh, and Basically, what we're saying is these I, are going to be two games with two teams that are mere images of each other that you're not expecting a lot, but they're coming to work and getting wins, right? Yeah, and it's... Like, oh, it, when we haven't seen these teams in like two years, <laughs> yeah, exactly, three years, yeah, you know, you start to like, okay, who plays on this team? Yeah, you know, it's like Antoine Waugh from Bathurst. I think it's related to Johnny Rocket upstairs, 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 up north what? somehow. Uh, and yeah, like I don't. It's tough to 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 gauge, and I, I I don't know what to expect. Colby Huggin, I know he played midget in Charlottetown. Alexi Bork was a high draft pick. Uh, because we were supposed to play these teams in January, so we at least know what they look like. Braden Schmidt, big fan but, of him. And, uh, yeah, but, yeah, let's get that video montage ready for uh, Nicholas Sheehan. I need a montage. It's a good film. Yeah, yeah so no, that's it's... our preview this week. Yeah. We I don't know nothing about these teams. We know nothing, but we'll have an, an idea of what uh, what we're going to look to whenever we play, we'll whoever have... we play in the next week. We but, know a lot uh, about the Maritime teams. Yeah. Too much about Bathurst and St. John, if you ask us. But, yeah, it, and that's the thing is we're supposed to already have played Ramuski and Blainville, so this would have been the second game. We kind of would have been able to see what they were about because the games would have been post-trade deadline. So, mm-hmm. But just based purely off the rosters and off the standings, this 
these two teams look like the teams that we are, which is hardworking. They're getting points. They're getting wins. And um, it's not going to be like, you know, when we had Richie on, our first game that was supposed to be scheduled was, what was it, uh, Charlottetown, St. John, Bathurst, you know, those kind of games. Didn't really like that. But, you know, this isn't going to be a, a cakewalk in, in terms of these are beatable teams. I mean, I, I don't even know what to expect. Yeah, exactly. Like, right, it's, it's They're right with us in the standings, so this is going to be a, a weekend to... There's there's no no team has an advantage. No, nope. no, It's like it's not one of those situations where, oh, this team hasn't played in, 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 in a month because of COVID. Well, both teams haven't played in a yeah. month because of COVID. Both teams have been practicing right? for... Two, they, three days. Two, yeah. Well, actually, I guess Blaineville, they were able to practice last week, yeah. but so was Moncton because they were in Quebec. So I have no idea. Like does no. just does Blaineville because Blaineville's gonna be on a three and a three. That'll be the third and three. Are they? Yeah. And I wouldn't be a bit surprised if they start Sheehan. I don't be a bit surprised if he poaches a shutout. <laughs> yeah, because they go Friday against St. John, Saturday against Bathurst. <laughs> Sucks for them. And yeah. uh Sunday against so us. Maybe yeah. Moncton takes advantage of that. Like, you what's would Ramuski, hope. what's Ramuski like? Are they playing on the Friday night? No. Ramuski no. is playing So both teams are gonna be Saturday, fresh. and then Ramuski plays St. John on Sunday. Wow, yeah. So, so you got to take advantage. If that's a three and three, I mean, you gotta you gotta jump all all yep. over that if you're Moncton. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like you heard it here first. Nicholas Sheehan's gonna pitch a shutout on Sunday. Oh, bold. Let's get into everyone's favorite part. Yeah, of the let's show. do it. Eric Murphy, realtor, buy a house from him. Stick tap of the week. Okay. Um. So Adam, I'm sure. You have, and I'm sure a lot of our viewers have uh, saw those pictures and videos of that uh, convoy, mm-hmm. that protest in, uh, in Ottawa over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, some some things were, you know, completely unacceptable. Uh, one of the things that we did see or hear about um, was these protesters. They, um, let's just say they they didn't break in, but they went into a soup kitchen and demanded free meals yeah uh and you know at first they were denied but when they became you know aggressive the uh you know they ended up getting they had no choice right? they had no choice right they had to de-escalate the situation somehow um and so when this story got around um everybody started you know okay well which which soup kitchen is this? Who is it? How can we help you out? So, um, what I'm doing right now, and this will kind of lead into a contest, mm-hmm. is I'm going to make a donation to this soup kitchen in Ottawa, which is called Shepherds of Good Hope. And so I'm going to make a donation right now of $25 on my computer as we are doing this show. I have my credit card information all filled out. I've got my address here. And don't think we're going to show it on the YouTube. No. We're a little bit smarter than that. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to donate $25 to the Shepherds of Good Hope uh, in Ottawa. And I want to make this kind of a, you know, what's that thing? You know, Pay it forward. Pay it forward. So my stick tap is, it's not to myself. It's more of a challenge. So I'm challenging our fanisters to do the same thing I just did, is make a donation. It doesn't have to be to the Shepherds of Good Hope in Ottawa. It can be a donation to the Food Depot Alimentaire here in Moncton. It can be to any, any you know, homeless shelter, soup kitchen, charity, you name it. Make a donation. Um, send us a screenshot of your donation and um we'll put your name in a draw um this week we're going to be giving away a 50 dollars gift card uh to the igloo on elma drive so this is of course courtesy of our stick tap of the week sponsor eric murray realtor so that's all you have to do make a donation to any charity uh, of your liking Send us a screenshot of your donation, and we'll put your name into into this draw. Um, and yeah, just you know, 
life sucks, you know, life sucks lately and just do something to make a difference and that's all we had to do. So do that. Send us your screenshot of your of your donation and uh, we'll, we'll get you into this draw. Which I'm going to add to that stick tap of to our sponsor, Eric Murray, who before the pandemic went out and got a whole bunch of these gift cards um, for all the restaurants that got shut down. Um, and he's been giving them away on his social media. He was kind enough to give us one to give away for Jeremy's Pay It Forward contest. So um, honorary stick tap to the sponsor of the stick tap. I'll edit it and of oh. course, my mine was tax deductible. I'll, I'll oh, make, I'll make it. I'll make it known here. Um, so a lot of these organizations, you can you can make a donation, um, but you also get a tax receipt which you can claim. So um, you know that's that's also uh, you know kind of cool. So um, yeah, keep that in mind as well. Like I literally, I just made my my donation and it's already in my mailbox. So it's like that. Uh, so yeah, do the right thing. Um, it doesn't have to be much, right? Ten dollars, fifteen dollars. It all goes to the right place. Uh, it, it, it's every little bit helps. Um, I said it earlier with my rant about the draft. You know, <laughs> you charge money for these things, and it's going to help out everybody. Um, so yeah, that's the uh, that's our stick tap for this week. The stick tap week sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. And that would bring us to the Wildcast Wildcat of the Week sponsored by Rosemary Lynn Massage, but there's been no hockey, so there's no Wildcat of the Week. So, um, again, she's back for another season. Uh, Her and Angelina and Nicole are accepting new clients they direct bill give them a call 830-1224 what we're going to do because we're feeling festive on this back to hockey episode and everything's kind of opening up we're gonna do a valentine's day contest so if you have a wife or a girlfriend or both <laughs> or a mom uh that you want to spoil give her time away on valentine's day um we're gonna do a like and share post on instagram so pay attention to our instagram in the next couple days uh you'll get a 60 minute massage courtesy of our sponsor rosemary lynn massage um, and every, anything we can do to kind of help out, uh, that's, that's the theme of this past couple weeks. So, um, stay tuned to our Instagram for that. Again, when you take a screenshot, uh, for Jeremy's contest, Twitter, Instagram, send it anyway, Facebook, it don't matter. Just send us a screenshot and, uh, we'll enter you into the draw for next week. Uh, that'll do it for this week. We are so glad to be back in the studio previewing games, even though it wasn't much of a preview, but previewing this hockey team in the second half. Uh, which will be quite a, a second half, uh, hopefully with more wins than uh, than L's down the stretch and more games than not and getting into a playoff spot and, you know, having some fun. But uh, that's it that's, for us. That's my W. Yes, have <laughs> that. that's it for us. You guys have a good week, and uh, don't forget to support local. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.